So our, our topic for today is, does one make a blessing when seeing the British monarch? Uh, it would have been uh, interesting to to do this before the coronation of, of uh, King, King Charles in England, but uh, uh, it's always, it's never too late. Now, uh, God willing, next uh, week, which will be a Sunday, Sunday evening, I'd like to do uh, Kiddush Lavana. And that'll be right after the evening when probably everybody does Kiddush Lavana. Uh, so God willing, that's our next topic is Kiddush Lavana next week. Now, uh, does one make a blessing when seeing the British monarch? We'll do a little background on this, the Gemara. And then we'll we'll mostly uh, focus on a tshuva responsum of of uh, of Ramosha Sternbach's later tshuvot vehanagos tshuvos vehanagos. I'll also relate to a tshuva to a response by by Rabbi uh, Rabbi uh, uh, Ravazner um, Shevet Alevi, uh, uh, God willing, and. Um, Maybe even uh, Ravavadya's Chuva. Now, uh, background. The Gemara says as follows: Tanu Rabbanan Haroech Chachmei Yisrael Omer Baruch Shechalak Mechachmasoli Reyal Chachmei of Deko Chavim Omer Baruch Shenasan Mechachmasoli Reyosav or Levasar Badam. Somebody sees a wise man, a Jewish wise man, so he says, "Blessed is God who." Apportioned, who gave, who gave of his own, who apportioned from his own wisdom to those who fear him. That's a great Talmud Chacham. And uh, and Chacham, what if it's a non-Jewish wise person? And for argument's sake, we'll say it's a we'll say it's a non-Jew. Baruch Shenatan, he gave uh, of his wisdom to his creations or to to flesh and blood. Uh, there are long discussions of, of of what is the essential difference between those two blessings. Why are there different blessings? That's a different, a beautiful discussion, but not something we're going to get into. Haro'eh malchei Yisrael, one who sees Jewish kings, Omer baruch shechalak mikvodo libreav. Blessed be God who gave a portion of his honor to those who fear him. Malchei ovdei kochavim. One who sees the kings of 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 the Gentiles, he says, "Baruch shenatan mikvodo lebriosav or lebasav adam." Blessed is God who who gave of His uh, honor to His creations or to flesh and blood. Uh, now, the Gemara tells an anecdote, uh, and it prefaces the anecdote with Rabbi Yochanan's statement. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. A person should always try to run to greet Jewish kings. Not only Jewish kings, even Gentile kings. If he merits, if he merits, he will he will be able to discern the difference between Jewish kings and and uh, and Gentile kings. Here, the the idea uh, seems to be he'll merit to be able to see the king, the Mashiach. Now, Gemara tells a story, and uh, this anecdote. Some aspects of this anecdote are actually quoted halacha uh, Maisa. Even if we don't deal with them, it's still good to see see it in its in its source. 
Rav Shesha Saginorhu. Rav Shesha was was blind. The the Gemara uses the the euphemism Saginorhu, which is full of light. Uh, actually, in in modern Hebrew, the word for euphemism is Lashon Saginorhu. That's the that's the, the the word that's used for euphemism. Have the paradigm of a euphemism. Everybody was going to to greet the king. joined everybody. There was a certain Sadducee. Now the Sadducees in the in the Gemara often figure as as characters that uh, that are not uh, the world's most savory characters. So so uh, here actually he's cynical. Rashi explains, the complete vessels are going to the river to draw water. Where are the broken vessels going? In other words, everybody who has eyes, who's a, who has vision is going to see the, the king. Uh, but you who, who are blind, in other words, you're a broken, you're a broken vessel. Where are you going? Amalei said Rav Sheshis to the Sadducee, you'll see, I know more than you. I know better than you. So the Gemara says, So the first wave of the entourage of the king uh, passed. Kika'avsha, when he was making a lot of noise, so So the Sadducee said, oh, the king's coming. Amalei Rav Sheshis, he's not coming. And sure enough, he didn't come. Chalav Gunda Tinyana, the second wave of the entourage came. Kikavsha, when it was especially loud, Amr Lehautzaduki, the Sadducee said, Hashtakasimaka, now the king is coming. Amalir of Sheshis, Lokasimaka, of Sheshis said the king's not coming. Chalav Tlisai, a third passed. Kikashaska, when it was later on quiet, Amalir of Sheshis, Vadai Hashtakasimaka, certainly now the king is coming. And sure enough, that was the case. So the Sadducee, see, how do you know that? So said Rav Sheshis to the Sadducee. The royalty down here on earth is parallel to royalty in heaven. This is the prophecy. Uh, so the prophet is is, is standing, and uh, the the divine presence passes, and there is a a great wind, a strong great wind, breaking mountains, breaking uh, rocks, going before Hashem. Lo beruach Hashem, rash. And the and and the divine presence itself was not in the in the wind. Afterwards, there was a great noise. Lo berash Hashem, and and the divine presence was not in the noise. Afterwards, there was fire. There was wind. There was noise. There was fire, and the divine presence wasn't there. And afterwards, there was this this uh, this still and and quiet voice. Kiyosa Malka, when the king came, so Pasach Rav Sheshis become a Varachle. So, so Rav Sheshis uh, made the blessing. Simple thing is that he made the blessing. 
the Gemara puts this right after the blessing of of uh, right after the the halacha of saying this blessing. So it says you should go to meet these kings, and then it tells the story of Rav Shesha. So when it says Kamavarachle, it seems like he made the blessing. You're making a blessing about somebody you don't see. Um, what what happened with that Sadducee? Some people say that his friends they uh, they colored his eye. Which they gave him a black eye. I'm not sure. Vikadamri Ravsheshis Nasave Navbo Vanasagalsholatsamos. Ironically, Ravsheshis cast his eyes on on him, meaning he looked at him, whatever that means, something mystical. And the Sadducee became a pile of bones. Whatever that means, but uh not a not an easy ending. Now um uh they actually bring uh from this from this uh, story uh that in order to make this blessing you don't necessarily have to have to see the king uh face to face visually okay now what about what about a blessing over the over the british british monarch the british king the british queen um so so uh I'd like to to just put this in in context a little, and then read the tshuva inside. the uh, The Gemara doesn't give us a lot to go on. The Gemara just says, "You." It says, "You make a bracha when you see Malche avodas kochavim, non-Jewish kings." Gemara. That's it. And then it says the blessing. He gave of his honor to flesh and blood. So we know two things. He has to be a king and there has to be honor. And that is a lot of the discussion on this halacha. Uh, what, what is meant by a king, number one? And number two, what kind of honor is, is needed? So let's let's follow uh, the Chuvot Vanagot. Now, Rav Moshe Sturbach is now a, 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 an aged Rav. He should live me well in in, uh, in Yerushalayim, in the Harnof neighborhood. I think it's called the Beis Kesses Agra, where he's the Rav in the Shul. Uh, not just the Rav in the Shul, he's one of the, he's one of the heads of the Eide Haredis, and he's he's, uh, he's a great posek and, and uh, Talmud Chacham, Tzadik. So, but uh, he was a Rav in South Africa for quite a while. And here's the piece, the whole, the entire piece. So his question was, Should you make this blessing when you see the president of South Africa? That's the question. I think they call it a president, right? Um, so he says, he says, he says, he says, when the, when the president of America came to Israel, there was a there was a machloket amongst the rabbanim whether to say the blessing or not. Because his status is dependent on the decision of the of Congress, and 
and they can impeach him. And his authority is very limited in Levarech. Therefore, he shouldn't be, he you shouldn't make the blessing. So why would you why would you think that a president uh would make the uh, you would make the blessing if you saw the president? So theoretically, you could say the highest person in the country, the highest uh ranking uh person in the country, you should make a blessing over king or Dafka king, uh the highest level person. So uh says says Rav, Rav Sternberg, and there's and there's a lot of uh, uh of the postkin that I see are saying that uh there's a collection of the material on this topic in in a safer called Piske Chuvos, which we've quoted before. Uh it is um it is the son of the Biala Rebbe uh and uh Rabinovitz, Rav Rabinovitz, and and with encyclopedic knowledge of 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 responsive and he's coming up with new new volumes all the time now. Um, anyway, so on Shulchan Aruch is all is all finished, and and he did one on on Kitzur Shulchan Aruch and the entire Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, and there's one also on um, on, uh, on on sections of Yerodeim. Now, um, so that's where that's where I found all the material on this. So now, uh, that's that's the president. So so we have rejected the approach. That that the highest ranking uh, citizen is you make the blessing over. It is not like royalty in England. Even in even in our times. Now in our times, uh, the the British monarch doesn't seem to to have a lot of of power. Um, oh, really interesting. Um, uh, doesn't seem to have a lot of power, but uh, but listen to the following: The queen signs on every new law, and I assume the same is going to be true for for King Charles. Not only that, royalty doesn't leave the royal family. The royalty is in her hands and her descendants, and sure enough, her honor is the honor of, of, of royalty of kings. Mamish. Now, so number one, we see more characteristics of royalty. Number one, uh, she is, um, there's a dynasty. Oh, we'll mention of King. We'll, we'll, we'll mention of King Abdullah later on. So, uh, number one, there's a dynasty. Number two, at least on paper, again, the the Queen of England is is a good is a good test case because uh, it's not uh, uh, it's not somebody who doesn't have any other. Uh, um, significant ruling body involved there's parliament there's the whole there's a there's a there's like a whole a whole government that exists parallel to the to the british monarchy so so you might ask does the does the british monarchy have 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 any real power and you might add, you might perhaps suggest the the opposite approach not 
that it's just the highest ranking uh, uh, authority in the state. And then it would include every president, every prime minister, et cetera. No, take the opposite approach. Maybe you need total total power. It has to be a a, a classic king who who all the the country belongs to him, like in the old days. Uh, one of the reasons behind behind saying that the that the that the law of the of the of the royalty is considered laws because because they own the whole country and therefore you can't uh, every uh, they make the rules they can put people to death if they want to it stays in their family uh, honor they're they're full of money they're full of honor so. Uh, the Queen of England, the King of England now, so does have, uh, even in practice, signs on every law. Now, he might always sign on every law, but if he doesn't, so it's not going to be law. Number two, I, I, there's, a, there's a, a law student, an English law student at Chappelle. So I was discussing him what exactly is the, is the, uh, is the status of the British, uh, the British monarch. So yeah, so he affirmed this. Um, the honor is the honor of king. That's a, that's a gold chariot. And and the people around are not only there for security. Those people in the red outfits are there simply for honor. That's an honor guard. The people with the with the rifles and the bayonets, they're there for security. So there are some significant elements of royalty that the British monarch does have. Um so true she doesn't get involved or he's not going to get involved in the in the government his signature is needed on every law and the government gets its its uh, authority from from her from the queen and, and there was no no uh, diminishing of the honor of the of the British Queen all those all those years. Now the the Mishnah Brura brings something that comes from the Radvaz from David Ben Zimra, uh, which is in that borderline between the Rishonim and the Achronim. So so uh, his Shilas and Shuvas include a Shila about whether you make a bracha over uh, some. Uh, rulers in the in the Middle East there that uh, have power in their area. Hageter, so he says, and the Mishnah quotes it. Hageter she'ashiltonim she'ain ol melech alem. Those governments or those uh, 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 controllers, rulers, where there's no uh, yoke of a king upon them. And they can judge and kill according to their own laws. You make the blessing. And in that kind of a situation, he's considered a ruler and nobody is above him. Now, 
the question about this particular tonight, this particular condition of the of the um, of the radvaz that is brought down in the Mishnah Bura and other and other uh, poskim. So, is this a necessary condition, or is he saying that somebody who's a real king? And this is, by the way, this is the way Rav Vazner understands somebody who's a real king, the Queen of England, the King of England. So that's already a king. That's a king. That's of course that person has has the honor of a king and the dynasty of a king and whatever power he has of a king. He doesn't have the power. He doesn't doesn't put people to death at will. Okay. But he's still, but he's, he's a king. What about somebody who's not necessarily called a king, but he does have this power and there's nobody above him and he can actually put people to death. So he also is somebody who would make this bracha over. That's, that's the way Rav Vazner understands this. Now, uh, re- let's remember Rav, Rav uh, Sternbach's tshuva was really about presidents. So, but the, the king of the United States could be impeached. Somebody who has a transient king, so uh, transient royalty is not considered royalty. And uh, that's not the case for uh, uh, for uh, for presidents who are elected by the government and are dependent on the government for their continued uh, rulership. Now, uh, there's an interesting uh, 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 parenthetical discussion in this in this tshuva. Uh, what about making a bracha on the queen? So he says, Now remember the Gemara prefaced the story with uh, a person should always try to see uh, to, to Greek kings because uh, if he sees what it's like and like it's really impressive, when the Melech Mashiach comes, you're going to say, that was nothing. The rest of the uh, what they gave to the Malchiyom was nothing. And look at what the Mashiach is about. So, <coughs> but wait a second. The Melech Mashiach is going to be a man. That Melech Malka. True that that there'll be a king and he'll have a wife. And you might call the wife a queen, but essentially... The ruler of of Klag Yisrael is a king, um, so those rabbanim wanted to suggest that maybe based on that Gemara, you wouldn't make the bracha if you would see the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth. The whole point is you see a different kind of ruler. Look, the the Melech Mashiach also can't be a Gentile. Yet you make the bracha dafka specifically over over the Gentile king. So the same thing should go for a for a, a Gentile woman queen, because because the whole point is you'll see what honor they give the king queen also what honor they give. Wow, gold chariot and and the and the honor guard and and the the whole country came out and the flags and everything and the whole entourage uh, and. And you'll, and you'll certainly see. And when the Mashiach comes, we'll see the difference. So 
So he holds that's that's applicable also to to the queen. There was a discussion of maybe you're not maybe you're prohibited to look at the queen. It would be because because it's not you're not just like accidentally seeing something. You're going there to see the to see the queen. So wait a second. Uh, doesn't that come under the 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 category of of istaklus, of prohibited gazing? Um, so he says that's not that's not applicable at at all. The whole point is 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 not to you know you don't have to have to have to see her face. It's not like you have to have a of a histaklus. There's a um um you know, like somebody is there's some people who are very particular about a custom. I'm not sure exactly the the source of it all, but they they like to look in the Sefer Torah. Uh, they get up close when they do when they do Hagba, when the shul they do Hagba in the shul, and they and they like to read from the Sefer Torah. I'm not sure though. I I I don't know the whole ins and outs of that, but seeing the seeing the king or seeing the queen is not that. The whole point is seeing the entourage, the whole honor of the of the king. The bracha is Baruch Hashem Shenatan Mikvodo Basar Vadam. He gave of his honor. So the main thing is the honor of the queen, not a Maise Stakless on the face of the queen. Then you make the bracha. And you see in the Gemara that even somebody who is blind made it because they sense the honor of the king. Now, uh, he said an interesting thing. He says, I saw in England there were people that would stand by the palace and sometimes the queen looks out and then they'd make the bracha you know as if it was let's say kiddush levana the clouds part and the and you see the boat then they make kiddush levana so so the same thing they would do this with the queen so he says wait a second but the it seems like it, the blessing should be when she's passing through the through the through the streets like a queen, and then everybody shows the honor. And they see her honor. The whole point is to make a blessing on the honor of the queen. Uh, so just just seeing the, the queen, uh, like, like you would see a, a lightning or something like that. So that's that doesn't seem to be right. Um, and he says, Let's say somebody has an audience with the king and you go to the palace. Maybe the blessing was only like in the Gemara's episode when everybody comes to show honor to the king, but not when the king is in its in the palace. Uh, so it's not all the throngs of people that are coming to show the honor. However, you could look at it the opposite way. You're honoring him and he's a king. You don't see the whole entourage and all that. They still said to make the blessing. It has to be the kind of a thing that even a blind person could make, that you feel the honor of the king. So it seems like you would make a blessing. There are those that, that went to the palace and they made the blessing. When, you, when you're in the palace, then you see the honor of the, of the king. Uh, 
interesting anecdote. Shamati Shagon Rav Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld Zatzal. This is what I mentioned to uh, to Ariel before. Shenifka uh, Shimelech Yarden Beseter Ba'ohel Uberich. That there was a secret meeting between Rav Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld, the Rav of, of Yerushalayim uh, Zatzal, and and the King of of Jordan. And uh, and he met him in his in this tent, and he made the blessing. So wait a second. He saw a king without seeing the honor of the king. So he says, hard to understand making this blessing on just seeing the person who is the king. So apparently Rav Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld held that even if you just see the king who was given royalty from heaven, meaning that's a divine uh, blessing, the Pasuk says, the hearts of kings are in God's hands. That's whether you make the blessing when you see him, but but the whole idea that you're going to run to greet the king, that would not be if the king is just, is just, uh, uh, you know, walking around in his, in, uh, you know, he's just on a tent or he's, he's just uh, looking like a, like a normal citizen. It seems clear that it's only when he's, he's in his, in his uh, state of a special honor. In practice, it seems uh, for us, when there's a doubt, not to say the blessing with, with God's name. When you go, let's say somebody went to the coronation. So there you're seeing really everything there and assuming that, that, the, uh, that the king or queen of England would be uh, somebody that you would make a blessing over, uh, has the qualities of king, Plus, it has the qualities of kavod of the king, so therefore you would make the blessing. Um, so, so, and the the idea that one time at least you should you should you should make a point of going and seeing the king, even if it involves bittul Torah. Um, there's a Gemara that even if it involves uh, a, a kohen going into a situation of suffik tuma, of doubtful tuma, also. Um, so that's once, and that's That's not just to get a sighting of the individual who happens to be who is the king, but rather to get the whole setting of the whole the honor of the king. Uh, anyways, that's that's what I wanted to share with you today. Uh, again, the general approach is uh, define a king or queen, and then define honor and if there's those two qualities a king and honor you make the blessing uh based on that it would follow from rav from rav uh rav Sternberg, and he seems to say and he says this explicitly that let's say somebody was at the coronation you would you would make the blessing over over uh overseeing that uh, that event it's not just seeing king charles but it's uh but it's seeing uh the the honor given uh, uh to king charles with king charles there that's what i wanted to uh to share with you today